Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm back with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello. Uh, I got a really good nap in the day, so uh, went slept a little too long. I was supposed to go to Costco. We went to Costco late, but uh, Tim saw the putter I bought, which I didn't realize the Costco putter is the fat, the fat grip too. Yes, it does have the super stroke grip on it. That's why I like it. <clears throat> it's very nice. I was I was messing around with it in the garage. Did you buy the weight kit for it? No, I did not. When I bought it, it sold out like the very next day. I, I got it right when it came out. I just happened to get lucky. And um, I didn't get the weight kit because uh, I liked the way that it that it was. And when I went back to buy it, it was sold out. It was. It was you gone. can only buy it online now. It has a thing on the inside saying buy it online. So. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think uh, they, they may have been in store if they were as for a little while. But I know when I got mine. Um, like I said, when it first came out, uh, that it was same thing. Like you said, it was just just um, just online or through Costco.com. Yeah, I learned an interesting thing tonight. Whenever you see like when they have a name brand like Windex or Clorox, whatever, that they only sell those when they're on coupon. One lady was talking. So if you see that out there, she says buy as much as you want. So it's like a little huh. food for thought. But uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. Uh, make sure you go like us uh, everywhere you can find us. And if you go to Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming, you can find all of our links. Um, let's jump right into it because we got a lot of Disney Park stuff. And a couple things are going to get thrown in randomly in here because our, our agenda is always changing because stuff happens. And I do need to make room for our rant about the new Disney renewal plans for passes, which I've, me and Tim have I've already discussed. All the way, all the way at the I, bottom. Oh, yeah, it's all the way at the bottom. So we want to make enough time for that because I have a rant. And I discussed with Connor today what I think is going to happen. And he he thinks I am right. I also have a theory about something for Call of Duty we're going to add today, too. But first, this is really awesome. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is going to be re-released in IMAX on August 26th with an exclusive look at Andor. Now, um, uh, I love uh, Rogue One probably, I think it would be one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Um, the fact that there's no real Jedi, there's there's no force using, it's all just action. Um, you know, they make all the jokes that it's like, uh, they see the post. What is it? It shows the um, stormtroopers walking through the forest mood of Endor. And it says when you're walking through the uh, trees and the um, uh, when you're walking through the jungle and the trees start speaking in teddy bear. And it's very Vietnam-esque. And that's what I felt was it was very war-esque. A lot of the times you see the the, uh, the merge photos where they'll merge, merge the D-Day beach with uh, Star Wars. It was just, it, it was a great movie. And then re-releasing it ahead of the Andor um, release, it makes me excited because not only do you get a first look, but it's going to basically remind you this character. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, um, he's very big on what he went through to get where he was. Um so he seems like he's kind of cutthroat and he doesn't like people and but there's a reason for that and uh so if you watch it beforehand you're going to re remember oh hey look this is the way he is so um i don't know did you watch rogue one in theater 
No, I watched it on uh, Disney Plus. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Yep. No, I watched it, and I watched it once, and I watched it a long time ago. So, don't ask me that much about it. I know how it ended. It's, That's about it. It's an I amazing. How it ended. It's an amazing one to watch in the theater. Um, anything with Alan Tudyk, I'll watch just because he's he's just such a cool dude. You know what he's I mean? Like, alien. I mean, he's Hey Hey from Moana. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. He's an amazing yeah. actor. I think he's great. I loved him in Dodgeball. I loved yep. him in, um, boys in Resident uh, Alien right now. Fire, Firefly. Another one he was in that was great. So, yep. um, make sure you go check it out. I think I might look up tickets. I think I'm going to hit up Mr. Stranger and see if he wants to go watch it. Um, next uh, exactly uh next ozer isaac is so open to doing more star wars so here's my problem i want star wars to have some stuff that's not tied to the jedi not tied to the force now if he returns as poe dameron if you've read the books he grew up with his parents who were pilots in the rebellion um, fought the Empire and were given a Force-sensitive tree by Luke Skywalker. So if they continue with that, I'd be okay. But I really, really, really hope that they do something different. But I mean, if he's in Moon Knight, I mean, I don't know how he can get away from Moon Knight to do this because I have a feeling there's a rumor he's going to be involved with the Black Knight from the Eternals in some sort of movie. Because I guess Moon Knight, the Black Knight, and somebody else, they team up kind of. I think Blade. They all team up as like a team kind of thing. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I do like his character in Star Wars. I think Poe Dameron is, is a great character. So And Oscar Isaac has been great in everything that I've seen him in. Uh, especially, I mean, Moon Knight, if you don't know the concept, it's it's amazing. Um, Home Economics is filming season three premiere at Disneyland. This one, so Home Economics started on ABC, right? I believe so. And then it moved to Hulu, I think, or uh, Disney Plus. Either Hulu or Disney Plus. I mean, they're kind of one and the same, but. Because that's the one with, what's his name? Uh, uh, the guy from It's Always Sunny, right? Uh, I couldn't tell you. <sighs> Maybe I haven't seen It's Always Sunny. I only know because what you doing that? You haven't seen It's Always Sunny. <clears throat> no, I have not. I think I'm gonna have to go to your house and force you and um, uh, the kid to watch it. Oh no 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 no! I know what we're talking about. Okay, I was thinking of the wrong one. I was thinking of the wrong one. Home Economics is the one with Topher Grace. Okay. Home economics is the one where basically the brother is rich, the uh, other brother and sister, they basically are barely making it by. And I think they all move in together or something like it's because Topher Grace plays like I think he's a writer or something like that. Yeah, and it's on ABC. Yes, it is. It is. I was thinking of I was thinking of AP bio, I think is what I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that one moved to Hulu exclusively, and then I think it got canceled. Yeah, I I think so. I couldn't 
Yeah. That's the one with Patton Oswald as well. So that's why I was thinking of it. Um, next, we have you can match with She-Hulk on Tinder in a promotion for new Disney Plus series. Um, I know why they're doing this. I do think it's a great marketing scheme um, because there's a lot of people who use fake Tinder profiles and whatnot. Um, most famously, my favorite one was um, it actually wasn't fake. It was real. But uh, some dude used his picture with his aunt. He's taking a picture with his aunt as his Tinder profile. And she was the lady that played Angela from The Office. And she's like, I think it's adorable, but you can't use my photo on Tinder. <laughs> so, um, and speaking, I wanted to, did want to address this. So, uh, She-Hulk is rev getting review bombed right now. Um, but apparently it's not doing well in the demographic it needs to do well in in general so i guess when they tested after they did the redoing of the the way she looks the cgi it's not doing well in the 18 to 30 year old which is your sweet spot for disney plus really um me and tim don't count anymore but it is not doing well in the men or women men i won't i'll take it with a grain of salt because most of the marvel guys are are Cretans, anyways, and the guys that are willing to go review it a lot of times it's, it's super negative, but it is being review bombed. Please give it a chance. Um, don't, you know, I I don't want it to lose. I don't want to lose out on a potential another Marvel show just because people say, you know, they don't like because it it's a woman. Uh, Ms. Marvel, while while I didn't, I couldn't stay with it. I thought it was a great show and the way they shot it and everything they did with it was amazing. I do need to finish watching it. I just, you know, so much more stuff has come up that I need to watch ahead of it. But um, I do think that uh, it's going to do good, at least in the beginning. But I do hear people, The one of the main complaints was the evolution of Hulk himself is just kind of doesn't make any sense in the universe. How he could go from a two-story tall being to just being a green guy who can talk and is a hipster. So it does make sense in the comics when he goes to Planet Hulk and things like that. But we can never flesh that out because of the fact that the contract that they have with Universal, Universal owns the rights to Hulk. So they can't use his likeness the same way they can't use Spider-Man alone in uh Disney's aspect so um, the next one which I am stoked for the blocked bluey episodes will come to Disney plus after standards and practices reevaluated now the blocked episode that I've seen is I've seen the part that reason why it got blocked was because they have a fake birth giving scene where bluey's dad is giving birth to bingo it's nothing crazy. It's nothing bad. It's just, it's a funny scene where the kid's freaking out. And it it's one of those things, if you've ever watched Bluey, Bluey's for kids and adults alike. They have the innuendo that, you know, that most of us are catching on to from our kid shows. They have it in this. So I am stoked for that because I used to have to watch the band clips from some dude on TikTok who had some sort of emulator that would let him watch the ones from Australia. So mind you, the one in Australia is paid for through the government. So you think the government's going to allow that to go out in Australia and, you know, not be okay for us? Come on. So thankfully they uh, reevaluated it. 
um, Bert and Bertie set to direct Big Thunder Mountain Railroad movie. I, oh, I don't know about this, man. Well, I mean, it would be a great movie. I mean, that's <clears throat> the the ride is based on you know an escaped uh, mine mine train mining train and goes through obviously goes through the mines and everything. So you could really <clears throat> you could almost have a whole franchise on that um, type deal or just do a single uh, you know <clears throat> single movie on it. But uh, yeah, that's kind of gain gain traction. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh <clears throat> that comes about so i guess that burton Bury they did hawkeye so um, oh and that's yeah. a good sign that's a good sign because hawkeye got such claim of praise praise for what they did it makes me think that they trust them with this next thing that means they have high hopes yeah not exactly so i mean We'll see see how it goes. I mean, it's just another attraction that's gotten a movie. You know, you got obviously started out with Pirates of the Caribbean, then recently got Jungle Cruise. You had a haunted mansion already. So, and another and another haunted another haunted mansion coming. And another haunted mansion. So let's just add add to it. So I I mean, hopefully they do do it well. I'm sure the rock will be in it because everything. So but I'm trying yeah. to think what other rides they could do. What other rides could they do? Uh, Matter Matterhorn. Uh, yeah, but I mean that one is kind of. I I don't want to say based on anything, but Third Man on the Mountain, <clears throat> um, on that one, which is uh, a Matterhorn type. Uh, well, it was on the Matterhorn, um, but I mean with Matterhorn you could do anything with it because you got a mountain, and then you have, or I mean you have an actual mountain. You have a bottomless snowman in it, and then you have a roller coaster. So, and then before I had a gondola going through it. So, um, I'm trying yeah. to think. There's nothing else really because, like, Space Mountain, I don't think would do good. Um, well, on Space Mountain, you could do anything on that one. It's rocket ships, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a good themed ride. Like Haunted Mansion makes sense. Pirates of the yeah. Caribbean made sense. Well, I mean, a lot of the other ones have already been. <laughs> I mean, are already well. Splash Mountain's you know, already it was was Son uh, of the South. It was Son of the South, Briar Rabbit, and now it's and, and then it's Tiana, be Princess and the Frog. I mean, you can't yeah. do anything on Fantasyland because all of those are were based off of rides. Yeah, um, and they've already been changing. You know. so like the the Red Rose Tavern was changed to be like Beauty and the Beast, so they changed even the names of some of the restaurants. So right, exactly, and then you have Star Wars. There's you know that's already been done and. Then, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could do like it's a small world, but that would almost be like a a documentary just on all the lands. So yeah, and then you wouldn't want to do a creepy one like a horror film based on getting right. stuck on it. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'll never, I'll never not hear that clicking sound as soon as I get in there. I can, I know the beat. The click, 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 click. Right. It's, it's creepy. It's <laughs> super all creepy. Of, all of them. <laughs> Right, yeah. exactly. Um, next up, uh, we have a Porsche 911 Sally special inspired by Sally Carrera from Cars. We sold at auction, which is pretty cool because I know a lot right. of people are starting to recreate these cars in real life. And it's since they are based on mostly reg- real cars. Right. It's, it's not that hard to do. 
especially with just the eyeball thing, which I heard a lot of people getting going on those gumball rallies or getting pulled over when they have the eyes on saying, how can you see people right. don't know that they have these new tents that literally are mirrored on the outside, but you can see, it looks like there's nothing on the outside. It's insane. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. This is a one of one and it's going to be sold at uh, Monterey car week. So, oh, I dude, oh, that's right. So Monterey Car Week, I know someone who went where they sell they sell legit like pace cars there. Like they sell oh, like yeah. por- Porsche Indy cars that are like one of two. Um, and um, someone we went to high school worked that event. And that's how I saw the photos. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's that one. Cool. And then there's the the Pebble Beach one too, where they bring them all out. Yes, that's the race where Adam Carolla goes down there, and so does Jay Leno, and they race cars. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, yeah, the vintage cars. The vintage cars, yeah. Um, hedge fund manager urges the Walt Disney Company to spin off ESPN, fold Hulu into Disney Plus. Um, Weren't you this like is, just talking about this like last episode? Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I saw, and I'm like, huh, interesting. They've been they've been hinting at this for probably a year now, ever since ESPN plus, which wasn't hitting the marks. Um, I've heard the show that they had with Peyton Manning was amazing. And, you know, oh yeah, Peyton's place. Yeah. They said it was a really good show, but you, you need more content than that. Or you're going to end up like CNN plus that lasted less than a day before it shut down. Um, I don't know. If it'll work, but like we said, every other country doesn't have Hulu. They legit have Disney Plus. It's all in one thing. They used to have a thing, I think it was called Star, and that's what like UK had, and then they just folded that into Disney Plus. Which me thinking that price increase might be one of the things why they're right. work maybe they're gonna gradually work towards it, see how many people they keep, and then once they get to a point where it's like because I think Hulu, if you go the basic, it's nine ninety nine or ten ninety nine a month, and if they get to where they go, hey, look, for fifteen ninety nine a month, we'll give you everything. Well, I say twenty ninety nine a month, we'll give you everything. People are gonna jump at the, jump at that, hands down. Oh, yeah. So, you know, and that would even give them probably more options. People who did not have Disney Plus but may have watched one of the movies. They could get Disney Plus with it and then buy a movie that's the limited edition, whatever. So, yeah. Um, Story Living by Disney releases new ad for upcoming residential communities. They're going pretty hot and heavy on that. And I think it's just because um, they're trying to push the hype. Because I know the one in Florida, the one in Florida did really good at first. And then all of a sudden it just stopped. Yeah, I want to see how many of these, like, have they pre-sold any of them already? I mean, you're not going to just go build them without having any type oh, of they, sales. They uh, probably reach out to, like, their Club 33 people first. I guarantee Oh, yeah. no, exactly. And I'm sure when they started talking about it, or like you said, they even before they even started talking about it, they had people, hey, if we're going to do this, would you be interested? Okay, once we go live, boom, you're on it. Or, hey, you're already on it, but here's an NDA. You can't say anything. Um, give us your, your deposit you know you got a space um on it but it's funny so i was gonna thinking like okay they're gonna have like all of this kind of like storyboard stuff or whatnot do they have anything it was just like a generic commercial with oh hey community this and that you know random people i'm like 
and then at the end they're like oh yeah here you know here's it coming and i think it's supposed to be i mean they've already broke ground um on it obviously like just getting everything um the whole um area like situated graded and whatnot mm-hmm. and i think they start like actually building like building um i think early 2024 i think they said or it's either building it or the first ones are going to be available 2024 so i mean i feel yeah. like i feel like i mean i know they what they're doing they they want to get more hype behind it they want to you know make it worthwhile for someone to to live there but the one thing i always find weird is you know i get some people are obsessed with disney i mean we're obsessed with disney but how do they how are they going to balance out some normalness because they're going to have to have stores and stuff at this place because it's not secluded but but they're going to have to have shops and yeah is everything going to be you know what I mean? Is everything going to be Disney themed or, you know, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's exactly. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Cause I know in like, um, kind of an area North and in between you and me that they're putting these communities out there, but it's like, you know, they're, they're not off in the country, but they're just enough removed from town or like they have the big community center out there with the pool they have like an actual their own school district where are the kids go there because you know the nearest school is like 20 minutes away type deal you have to drive take them there it's not oh hey the bus comes out um on it so yeah it'll be and i'm sure they will but you know it's going to be an well i'd say an inflated price to me and you but the people that live there will just be normal living and it'll well, you know it'll be gated so it's you know well and you gotta think that's how Ma- mountain house started mountain house by tracy that's how they started and now yeah. they've got their own everything and they're um further out towards uh i5 they're building a whole thing with the school with oh, yeah. uh, yep. uh parks and it's almost it's a it's a community with like a um it has like a fitness center and it's, it's like a it's it's like a country club but it's not and it's it's weird and they're building right. fast so i mean maybe they they know something we don't so right well and they can do it too uh yeah um team member test rides for revenge of the mummy begin today at universal studios florida um and that is what it is um disney cruise lines reducing COVID 19 vaccination requirements for children starting september 2nd i know um people I don't know if you've seen this. So for my rant, I did a little bit of research and I was on the Disney website and they have a big disclaimer when you go on the website now that says during the curtain times, basically they're saying, if you come to Disney, just expect to get COVID is what the thing warns. Like nice. it just says that. And so, um, cause I literally have known five different people who do not know each other. Five, one through the wife, one that I personally knew, one that I know through someone else and two other people, they've all gone to Disney and they've all come back with COVID. Every single one of them. Interesting. Well, That's and insane. Now with, with the Halloween season and everything coming up, it's uh, everyone's yep. going to be there. Well, yep. and I mean, they had a, you know, a surge in cases in LA County, which is just the county right next to Orange County. But you know? here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I heard an ad. They're talking about getting your vaccination, whatever. I'm okay. I'm vaccinated. I'm boosted. I'm fine. But 
when you hear them, what the, the way they say it, it sounds so stupid. We haven't had a surge like this since last year this time. Oh, you mean like when you're going into flu season, when it starts cooling off? It's like, okay, how do you know? Because some people are self-diagnosing. Some people are self-saying that it is. Because, you know, if I personally got sick and I, I would do the self-test at home, I won't go to a doctor to get a test again because every time you test, you test positive, it comes counts as a positive result. You know, I'm not going to go and expose anyone. I make sure I check my temperature actually every single day. It's required by my son's school. So I do that. We both check everyone's temperatures. It's fine. But guess what? One of the places I go to for work has you do a temperature scan. And after 11 a.m., you can't use their temperature scanning device because it's so hot that it fries the system and you have to go and do a scan manual scan. So how do you know someone's not bypassing that? So um, I digress. I think Disney's realizing that um, the vaccination requirement for kids is kind of strict. And what's really sad is I see people panicking all over the internet right now because they're like, oh, the school says we have to have vaccination records. And I'm like, you don't have to have COVID-19 if you're under a certain age. Stop freaking out. They're talking about like the mumps and measles vaccines, not this. But people are yeah. so hyper COVID that it's, you know, so do what you're going to do. Just be ready. Um, try and be healthy. I'm, tr I'm trying to be healthier by, you know, I kind of slacked off. I went to eating kind of bad again, but I'm going to get back onto it to eating healthier again. I, I need to go back to the gym because I felt better when I did that. But, you know, you only have yourself to blame if you're not prepared for what's going to happen. Really. Right. Well, and, and with Disney, too, it's just all a legality thing. It's a disclaimer. Yep. You know, so there you go. As they we'll get say. into their legality stuff later. Yeah. <laughs> right. Foreshadowing. Um, but yeah, no, it's one more thing I wanted to talk about. I talked to Connor about this. I'm going to bring it on Tim to get his opinion. So Tim, you pre-ordered uh, Modern Warfare 2, correct? No, I have not. Okay. So I have pre-ordered Modern Warfare 2. I was stoked as soon as I saw it. I love Modern Warfare 1. I actually think you and I need to start playing more multiplayer again because multiplayer is so much fun. It's better than anything I ever remember. Um, yeah. I played the Vanguard free event. People hate that game, but I love the multiplayer no matter what it is. Well, I like so, you level up guns faster and then use them in Warzone. So true. <laughs> but well, no, and sure. that was a TikTok from Stone Mountain. He said, "Look, he looked at it and he goes, look, he goes, Warzone Two comes out November sixteenth, exactly one day after Modern Warfare Two. Guess what that means? He goes, I'm leveling up all the guns. But <laughs> I digress. No, I mean, I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll get it, but." I'll wait maybe a little bit of time or whatnot. Who knows? So I pre-ordered it because it was just there. And I'm like, you know what? I got the money. I'm going to do it. So I got the top of the line one. So I get all the bonus stuff. And this is what was crazy. So um, they gave you all the ghost skins for Warzone and Modern Warfare, which you used to be able to earn or win. So I have the uh, Azrael one. That's the only one I had. And they gave me all of them. And then it also gave you the Juggernaut skin. It gave you a bunch of double XP tokens that are, and then they actually gives you, I think, some tier skips and battle pass. Like it gives you a bunch of stuff for the first season of Warzone. And then on top of that, you get early access to the beta. That was the big thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Mind you, they added the juggernaut thing later on. So I randomly got it like, I think it was like three weeks ago, it popped up. And I'm like, what is this? And it says for pre ordering, thank you for the pre order. And I was like, that's weird. And then yesterday I start seeing an ad 
saying play the campaign up, campaign up to a week early if you pre-order now. And I'm like, why are they doing so much extra stuff for this game? It doesn't make any sense. And I came to the conclusion, I, uh, Connor as well, after I brought it up, I don't think the pre-sales are doing that good. Could be. Why, why else would you add that much? Dude, it, that, that legitimately, I didn't even mention. When you get, um, I believe it's the new Warzone is going to have like the Battlefield 2042 setup where the guns are modifiable. So it's, they call it like a, it's like a loadout crate or whatever. And basically the guns and the be that's how you customize it or something. It's going to be different. And it's the first of its kind, and you get a legendary thing with that, and you also get a legendary pack of operators for Warzone Two. And I was like, okay, look, pre-order for the game was a hundred bucks, and they're giving you like three hundred dollars worth of stuff. Doesn't make any sense. And then now they're adding it where you're going to get the campaign early. You know, I know some people did complain because PlayStation gets the first weekend which is normal as what they usually do they've they, always done that yeah they have a deal with sony but you know some things are changing so like um i'm getting my steam deck friday and i can play um spider-man on it which you was not be able before it was almost exclusively playstation now you could play it on pc so i thought maybe you know they'll change something in the future but no so playstation gets the first weekend second weekend it's everybody and I think I want to say the second weekend Xbox and PC get it first. Like they start earlier. They have like a one hour, two hour window or something. I think, I don't know. I'm not hundred percent sure. I just think it's weird that they're adding all this stuff on after the fact. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is like you said, maybe they thought the pre-sale was going to do um, a lot better. And now that it hasn't, so we're like, you know we need to get people to get this because you know as we've seen you know a lot of people are leaving warzone to play you know fortnite apex all of these other um you know free uh you know role play not role playing games you know shooter games or, or whatnot <laughs> yeah exactly um <laughs> type games so it's like oh we need to get people back to this okay start throwing this out start throwing this out is this going to entice anyone um to it and i think i mean if it doesn't i think everyone's and and i'm going to be in the same boat is everyone's waiting for it to see what the beta does and then wait until it actually you know comes out uh and what changes were made from uh what what things needed to change from the beta to the game see if they do that and then kind of go from there um on it and if you know i'm not going to spend that money and then all of a sudden play it for a week or whatnot. And then, you know what, this is the same smell. I'm I'm over it and back to Fortnite or, or whatever, you know, whatever it was before and pay yeah. out that money. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's what I'm going to going to do uh, on it. So I mean, and then the, other, the problem, though, is ever since Battlefield 2042 did so bad and mm-hmm. changed so much, their beta was not that bad. The beta was not bad at all, and they changed it so much that game is dead now. That it, yeah, it went the opposite way. Everyone it went the was opposite way. For it. And, and what's crazy? And, so and, and just and every single person I've seen on social media, whether a content creator, a gamer, whatever, they're like, they said that they would love Modern Warfare Two, this new game, 
they would love it if all they did was make the same game as Modern Warfare 1, the remake one, with better maps. They go, if you gave us better maps, done. It's going to be the best game right. ever. And yep. and that's what's funny is, is I forgot how much fun um, like Team Deathmatch and mm-hmm. all these different ones were until I played Fortnite uh, uh, Team Rumble. And I'm like, I love this game so much. I love playing with these people this way. I go, I need to get back to doing that again. So, right, you know, and, it, and, and like you said, it is fun when you get a good team of especially just randos playing, yep. um, or like me and you will be playing. It's a twelve man match, and you got you know a couple buddies here, a couple buddies there, a couple buddies there, and it's like you know you're playing domination, which is essentially like capture the flag. Capture the flag. You're, you're you're holding down the flags um, on it, and you know, everyone's communicating or, hey, I'm going to ch- chill here. And if anybody comes this way, I got them. Not not necessarily camping, but strategically placing yourself. Because, I mean, essentially that's, if you're holding down a position, you got to, you know, you got to watch it. Somebody's got to watch it. Mm-hmm. If everyone leaves, then all of a sudden here comes the one guy and, and takes it. Uh, and, and it is fun. Or like you said, you know, team deathmatch. Oh, you know, oh, they're all, you know, there's a group of them over here. Or, oh, hey, the, the, uh. The spawn switched or flipped or whatnot. No, it's it's fun and especially if you get. I mean, I never really got into like hard point or any of those where you really need a, a a good team. And I mean, they'll get mad at you. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just playing this. Or you get the guy that comes in and is just doing team deathmatch when it's not kills. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I'm stoked. Um. I legit. I love. I love just the gaming aspect of everything, which um, uh, what's the other game? I think it's called was it Rumbleverse, Multiverse. There's another fighting one that's like Smash Bros that you need to get onto through the Epic that's free that you can play as like Shaggy and uh, yeah. Wonder Woman and stuff. It's pretty cool, but um, there's just so many games out there, and I just really hope they fix this. Um, the, everyone knows now because if you have Tim, the tap man, that's getting people banned live and he is telling them this game's trash, mm-hmm. people are going to start listening Nick because he doesn't even play it anymore. Nope. No, you know, he's no. apex and Fortnite, and he yep. was huge, huge in that legitimately it was him courage and mm-hmm. Tim playing all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was Doctor Disrespect until he, he got banned. Platforms. Yep. Yeah. Now it's Doctor Disrespect and Tim Tetman and Courage. What's so really well, funny is is they, the time, but those because they're all they actually people. played in a tournament, a, a Doctor Disrespect tournament, and if you were a streamer on Twitch, you had to modify what you said because you weren't allowed to mention him on Twitch. So uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, so we'll see. Um, fingers crossed for everything. But we're going to go on the Disney pile. We want to wrap this up so I can go on my rant because my well, rant wait, is going to be epic. Do those, those two last things really quick. thing that's coming oh. to Netflix and uh, oh, I or forgot. a couple yes. shows coming to Netflix. Okay. Okay. So the first one I did watch, um, the Wednesday trailer came out. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia Adams looks fantastic. Yeah. I was surprised that Louise Guzman um, as uh, Gomez Adams I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking I was going to like it but I do like his character a lot and the premise of this is 
way different than I thought it was going to be. It's very much um, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, the reboot they just did. It's very much along those lines. So the premise you see in the trailer is that she's at school and she gets kicked out because she goes into this gym and these dudes are like, hey, this is a close practice, water polo. And she goes... I'm the only person that gets to bully my brother. And she drops two bags of piranhas into the pool and it eats the one guy's manhood. And he's, she's like that the getting expelled was a bonus. And basically this is what's weird. It, it doesn't make any sense, but I think it's gonna be fantastic. Is she goes to a school where her parents met and it's basically people like them. Mm-hmm. So, um, the very end of it i love it is the one girl comes up she's like you want to give give a stab at making some friends and she's like i like stabbing and i was just like that's a great way to end the trailer so uh christina ricci is supposed to be in it so i'm assuming she's probably going to be a teacher at the school um yeah teacher or like a relative or something relative something like that yeah. she'll have a similar look i have a feeling because she is going to be the only wednesday adams that i follow um and i will be wearing this shirt i do have a shirt that says on wednesdays we wear black and it's got wednesday adams on it so i will be wearing that when i watch it um and then what was the other netflix one uh cobra kai that's right they just released uh info about season five and there is yep. someone from the original movies coming back to it. I didn't see who it was. I know they've been talking about it like crazy. Um, yeah, no, and it's a good one. And that one ended pretty good as well. The trailer ended pretty good. And I believe it comes out um, September 9th. But it should be, I think it's the last season um, of it. But who knows? But it'll be very interesting especially how the previous season ended yeah i have not watched any of them just because i'm lazy um they're yeah they're good especially with having a lot of the original cast um back in more of a well you get some of them that are in more of a you know a i don't want to say modified role uh, or they were the student before. Now they're the teacher. Um, and then you got the older, you know, who were the teacher and they're, you know, coming back. Um, it says again, September right 9th, role, September so. 9th, the debuts. Yep. So, no, it's it's good. And I think on that one, it's not like a, uh, um, it's, they drop them all, all at once, like a Stranger Things. Yeah. And I do like, so my favorite thing is, is, how I met your mother, I think kind of helped with this resurgence because um, Barney tells the story about how Billy Zabka is the hero of karate kid. Because if you literally watch it through those eyes, he's be, he's the one that's being bullied and being taken advantage of. He gets eliminated on an illegal kick in the final thing. Like there's a lot of stuff you're kind of like, this makes a lot of sense. So, <laughs> right. um, Yeah. But uh, I'm stoked for that. Um, we're gonna well, see. Then the, yeah, then you get like the the monsters that are coming out too. For uh, um, is that on Netflix? The one that Rob Zombie's doing. Um, I it is on a platform. It might be for Amazon. I can't remember what it is, and that looks awesome too. And they've been having um, 
Um, oh, what do I want to say? Trailers come out as well. A lot. A lot That's of trailers. Netflix. It is Netflix? Yep. Yeah. This fall, Netflix takes us back time with the Adams Family sequel Wednesday and Rob Zombie's The Monsters movie. Oh, it's a movie. After yeah, it's a movie. I, yep. Yeah, for some reason I thought it was. Oh, and it's September 22nd. It's the 27th. I September think there's 27th. a there's wow. there's a hope that it's going to lead to a movie maybe. Um oh my gosh. And it's got Jorge Garcia in it, which I love. I love Jorge Garcia. Jorge Garcia. Yeah. So and so a, so I do like a lot some, of stuff coming in, in September. Sherry Moon Zombie does play Lily Munster, so that's what I was looking for. I like her. Mm-hmm. That's obviously yeah. Rob Zombie's wife. Um yep. Jeff Daniel Phillips. Why do I know Jeff Daniel Phillips, who plays Herman Munster? Nah, right there. He was in Westworld. That's why. There you go. Well, and he was in <laughs> a lot of them were in all the Rob Zombie movies as as well. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm seeing a bunch of them. Rob Zombie. Well, oh, everybody's blanking in a UFO. 31, which is a Rob 31, Zombie. Yeah. Freak of Nature, I think. Freak of Nature is one, too. Three from Hell. The Lords of Salem. Yep. Yeah, yeah he's been so in a bunch of them. Yep. Halloween, Halloween 2. He's basically been in every single Rob Zombie movie. Yeah, except for the first couple ones that he did. Well, no, I don't think Rob Zombie did. Um, anyways. Yeah. So, um, and then also, Tim, before we go on to, I forgot, um, you watched the first episode of that one show. <laughs> yeah, Light Magic about uh, industrial light and magic. And I forgot, obviously, you know, they came to existence from George Lucas and making uh, the first Star Wars. And it's awesome. The, for, and they're an hour long episodes. And I kind of started the second one just because it gave a little bit of um, George Lucas's background, his childhood. Obviously, he grew up um in modesto which is by where i was born and raised where you live at um and actually a buddy of mine's mom went to school with him and in her yearbook i saw with my own eyes he autographed her yearbook she has it in vacuum sealed and whatnot so it doesn't deteriorate um, on it she took it out she's like yep there it is I'm like oh wow that is interesting anyways that's the only reason why i watched the beginning of the second episode but uh, no, it's awesome just how where he went to get the pe- put the right people yep. um, in the right positions there. And they were literally making everything. This was stuff that didn't exist. They made it. They put it together and then pretty much had to make it work as well. It's one thing. Hey, here's the camera that we made. Now we need it to tilt this way pan this way and do you know basically 360 degrees while moving um on it so it's like you you gotta while using the right film and where do we mount the camera do we mount it on top do we mount it on down below hey let's put it on a boom see how that works it's just crazy and there i mean i mean i mean basically they invented half the stuff that they they did for for star wars i remember oh yeah that a lot of the people like when they started like some of them are older so they've passed away recently actually mm-hmm. and they they were like yeah this is basically um you know what i mean this yeah, is what yeah. they this is what they did 
No, exactly. And I mean, he got people that weren't just like fresh out of school or whatnot. They were, you know, in the industry and basically that or nine to five job and then would kind of tinker around after that. Uh, and he went out and got them and said, hey, here, here you guys go and and then do it, basically. And they were doing all of this out in, I can't remember, if it was Studio City or whatnot, um, in basically a, a garage um, in an industrial area. And he was over in, like, Linden, Tanzania or whatnot, filming it, and it would come back. And it ended with him coming back. He's like, you have two shots done. You literally, all of this, I think they spent like $500,000 and their budget was $2 million for the Industrial Light and Magic uh, <clears throat> on doing that because he's like, nobody else can do this. Okay, I'm going to create my own and we're going to do it. So there you go. You don't have, you have some backing from the studios because it's right after he did American Graffiti. Um, but, you know, he did obviously some with his residuals from American Graffiti uh on it as well and then uh studio came and obviously um did did star wars as well backed it and he came over said okay let me see you know let me see what you got and they're like well i've been away for this whole time and you've only gotten two shots literally two shots and one of them was when the um on the trench run how it has that one uh dual cannon gun that you see that was one shot that had that had practical effects on it that right. was one shot, and the other one was when the um, the escape capsule with uh, C-3PO and R2-D2, when it when you see it um, leave the ship, and you kind of have that dark image, and then it releases and then drops out, that mm-hmm. was the other shot. Those two shots, and he's like, what in the heck is going on? He came back, and he was not too happy, and then it shows how they hired some more people just because they were just doing whatever they they were working on the movie but they just needed someone to like organize it right um and then especially when george came back he was you know trying to do a lot as well um but then you see the start of the second episode they hired a couple more people got it organized and boom 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 because he was going to fire like the one guy that he got to start up everything and then you know once they got it pretty just organized, then it just. I it mean, when like you see, when you right. see, I'll never forget the first time I saw the model of the trench run mm-hmm. and them, I think it's, it's George Lucas or it's the main guy laying down in front of it and how massive everything is and how yeah. they did it with these makeshift booms and they just built everything. Oh yeah. It, there was uh, very little cgi um it was all practical effects and even the scroll in the beginning it's literally a camera they had that written out literally a camera just slowly scrolling down it's not words that were computer generated coming up through it it was a camera literally scrolling down with those words on uh, i don't know some or they got the background and everything you know taken out or whatnot but like written on like just say a pane of glass and the camera just scrolled down. That I mean, it was that was practical. That's what it was. So it the first episode. I mean, even if it, even if you don't like industrial light and magic or whatever it is, you got to watch the first episode just to see what they did, and then what has come about 
from that the advancements that they made. Um, yeah, and this was in the early seventies. No, when did Star Wars come out? Eighty two. 80? I don't think it was in the 70s. No, because American Graffiti came out first. Um, yes, it did. American Graffiti was in 73. Um, so Star Wars um, 78, 77. <clears throat> so this is mid-70s when they were doing all of this. So it's just crazy. And now they got the void and everything. But anyways, where it came from, where it started from, it was... It was pretty cool, and I didn't know just the, the, you know, the specs of it, um, and how it went. But it was cool, and a lot of the guys are are still alive, so they were doing the interviews, um, with them, because, like you said, they were younger, like in their mid twenties. Yeah. Um, on it, so it's not like they had that much of a career, but they were already doing, um you know, bigger things, whether it be commercials or some movie stuff already, and then would tinker around, do their own thing afterwards. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm going to have to watch that. I did want to mention two things before we go to the Disney pile. Um, they did release that Tiger Woods is back on the mm-hmm. cover of PGA 2K. Uh, well, was it, was it officially released or was it leaked? Uh, he announced on his twitter about six hours okay. ago i believe okay. it was him um they leaked the co- the cover was leaked and then i think um he said seven hours ago excited and honored to be the cover athlete for pga tour 2k23 more to come on 822 for pga tour 2k Right. Well, you knew it was going to happen because they signed the exclusive rights to him. So how do you get him and then not have him on the cover? Yeah. You spend all that money and not put him on the cover. Come on now. Well, um, and especially what they just what he just did too with um, oh yeah, with the players meeting last night. The players meeting going against Liv, and um, you know it's 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 going to be it's going to be big. Um, and then also I also wanted to mention real quick, I didn't think this was a real thing, but it is going to be a movie. Um, the greatest beer run ever with Zac Efron is going to be on Apple Plus, and it's going to Apple TV Plus. It tells the story. I've seen p- pictures of this, of this Marine who in Vietnam went over there to smuggle his buddy's beer, and like they were fighting in the war, and he was a retired Marine. And there's a picture of him laying down with a bunch of beer, and them out in the field, like out in in it. So. Um, Barstool shared it just now, and I was like, oh, okay, sweet. You know, that's pretty cool. Hey, um, it comes out se- September 23rd. Yeah, so I need to get um, hmm. I need to get uh, get that real quick. The Disney or uh, Apple TV Plus. Um, now we're going to go to the Disney pile. Make sure, like I said, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming. Oh, wait, before you go on, did you see the cast that's in that besides Zac no. Efron? No. Russell Crowe, Bill Murray. Bill Murray's a bartender. Oh, that would be awesome. <clears throat> really, those are the only only two, but they're kind of that's big, really big bigger names. Yeah, and especially Bill Murray. It just says he's the Colonel, a bartender. That could be awesome. And then Russell Crowe is a war photographer who accompanies um, Zac Efron's character. So 
Nice. Cool. I'll have uh, to now do a, now a, I'm a, stoked. A, right. I'll have to do a, a free seven day subscription to that and then watch it. And then there we go. Yeah, or just rent it. I'm gonna have to do that too. Um, now in the Disney pile, rapid fire, so I can do my rant because my rant's gonna take me about. 35 minutes, 40 minutes. No, I'm just joking. It won't be that long. But um, first thing, the general is a softer side of magic by Tom Amin featuring relaxing spins on Disney classics. What is that? So it's cool. It's like he's uh, he does plays piano and does classical uh, music companies. Or, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, on it. So he's got two of them. So actually, I got them both on Spotify. Uh, it's pretty good if you like that, you know, relaxing. Um, you know, one of them's like a meditation type one. This one's, uh, uh, like I said, piano classical music. So it's pretty cool. That's that softer, softer type of uh, piano. Um, I just saw, I didn't even see, get to read it, but um, Shop Disney defends Disney's electrical light parade name on new magic band. Dude, it's because they called it Disney electrical light parade. And it was like, it's not that it's Disney's Main Street electrical parade. So then Shop Disney comes back and like, well, that's great. But when it was in California Adventure from 2001 to 2010, they don't have a Main Street. It was called Disney Electrical Light Parade. And uh, another one, I can't remember, it was Tokyo Disney or whatnot. Same thing as that. They don't have a Main Street. So it's called Disney Electrical Light Parade. So everyone's like, that's not, that's not what it's called. It's like, well, no, that's basically Disney Electrical, Disney's Main Street Electrical Light Parade and Disney Electrical Light Parade are the same. So that's pretty much all that they said in the tweet, but they said thank you for your concern. It was pretty funny. So really blown up for no reason. Idiots. Um, Disney Resorts Abroad. Uh, Mighty Thor is coming to, soon to Disney's Avengers Campus um, at Disneyland Paris, which makes sense because Mighty Thor, yep. I think, is already in Disneyland. Um, K-pop music video director apologizes for plagiarizing Tokyo Disney Sea anniversary logo. Why would you do that in Korea? Dude, it is like exactly the same logo. They didn't even like try to do anything. I think they took Disney out of it because it was a 15 year. And like, it, I looked at it, I'm like, oh my, it's like exactly the same. They didn't even try to do anything. Pretty funny. That's uh, stupid. On to the Walt Disney World Resort. Walt Disney World offering gift cards to guests with malfunctioning Magic Band Plus and resort guests whose bands won't arrive in time. I did know that there was a shortage on bands, and there were, like, um, I've seen, like, in a couple of the Disney groups that I'm in, like, legitimately people are like, I ordered them, like, a month ago, two months ago, and they're not going to be here until two weeks after my trip. So, right. um, and that's, I know that, and the thing yeah. that sucks is it's probably microchip in there or something, or RFID, and just with how everything's been, it's hard to get those even. Even if you did order it like months ago, but good for them to at least giving you something, especially for men, uh, malfunctioning magic bands. Now the I, now I wonder if you'd be like, hey, mine's malfunctioning. Just give me a gift card because I want the money. Or they go, no, here's just another one. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the downside is uh, people are going to start trying to manipulate this one. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's not going to be a problem. Another one of those. Uh, Magic Kingdom is enhancing Disney's enchantment with archival Walt and Roy footage by property to properly celebrate Walt Disney World's 50th. 
which is cool. Um, and then Magic Kingdom just conducted a light night fireworks test uh, last night. Yeah, last night, August 16th. Um, I did see some photos from it. It looked, you know, whatever. It looked kind of cool, but it is what it is. Um, it's fireworks. Yeah, exactly. Um, artifacts from Indiana Jones are now available at Walt Disney World. Because they do they have an Indiana Jones ride there? Uh, they don't. No, they got the stunt show. Oh, I keep thinking of the mine train, which is Seven Dwarfs. No, exactly. Well, they do have the Dino one, which is the exact same um, ride vehicles as our Indiana Jones uh, ride, but it's and it's the same drop. Oh my god, I just realized that. Oh yeah, my it's god, everything. it's, it's the, the same drop. It's a cookie cutter, but as far as Indiana Jones, they just have the stunt show. Okay. Um, we have the new Haunted Mansion Lego set arrives at Disney World for thirty nine ninety nine, um, which that's pretty cheap. I know it's not gigantic, but that's still pretty cool. Um, and it's Lego. Yeah. And then Mickey Mouse, the main attraction, Enchanted Tiki Room ears arrive at Walt Disney World for thirty four ninety nine. which the Enchanted Tiki Room series has been, like, really big with all of them. They sell out pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. Um, we got a first look at the 2022 Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party Welcome Treat Trail, including 50th anniversary reusable treat bags and allergy friendly options. It's interesting because I've never seen them promote the allergy friendly options. Um, I'm sure they may have had them before, but as far as, as promoting them. I mean, so, maybe, maybe because they, they sell out super fast, at least California does. So maybe. They're just saying that now, so when people start buying them, if they're going to buy them late last minute, they don't freak out thinking, well, well my kid, I don't want to take my kids, because that is hard. You take your kid to a candy thing, and they can't have any of the candy. Because right. for those or that don't know. Peanuts or something like that, right. which is in a right. lot of the, or, or nuts, just in general. Yeah, I think uh, most places it'll say, it's this is made in a factory that contains uh, tree nuts. What's crazy, though, is my one yeah. friend went, and they showed the candy. The candy was bigger than his, like, five-year-old daughter. That's how much candy that he got. The bed was covered. Yeah, you get a lot. And it's it's obviously named brand candy as well. Yeah, I, I was thinking we should do that and then can that candy out for Halloween. We don't have to do that, and we get to go to Disneyland, too. Uh, <laughs> candy. Um, Briar Fox and Briar Bear removed from Mickey's Booty U Halloween Parade at Magic Kingdom. They're going to be retheming the ride, so there's no point in having them out there anymore. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's the last one, though, that you can see them on. And I true. don't know if the article said that they were out there for previous ones and now not for ones now, or if it was they were out there last year and not back this year. I don't know. They have been out there because I believe they also have, because aren't the bad guys in that one weasels? It's the weasels, right? Same uh, as Roger Rabbit. That's Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I know there's bad guys, and I yeah. think they brought them out as well. It was like a themed thing to make them scary. But when you look back on Song of the South and what you see in Splash Mountain, it's a lot more scarier than it's a lot scarier than I mean they have the headless horseman. That doesn't make sense. Never mind. My brain's not thinking about that. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. So I just pulled the article and they were in it last year. They're not in it this year. So it's not like they started the year off with it. So they're just not completely in it. Okay. So um, the Cadaver Dans are back performing at the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which I love their makeup on these dudes. They look right, fantastic. Yeah. 
And usually the trick they do is is they have them on the rafts in the water so you yep. can't get close enough to see that it's not great makeup. But from far away, it's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Um, live pirates joined Pirates of the Caribbean during Mickey's Not So... Oh, that is awesome at Disney yeah, World. And they were in like multiple different spots in the queue, in the ride. It, the pictures that I saw, it was it was awesome. Hopefully they like to stay after. Oh man, I don't even know this one. I just read it for the first time. Yeah. Man states he was punched by young boys after telling them he has brain cancer. Others say he assaulted a minor at Toy Story Mania Ride in Walt Disney World. Oh man. Yeah, he so the kids jumped the line and then it was uh and I guess he said like they uh, the guy said they jumped the line, took the 3D glasses and like spread them out everywhere. He didn't like that and then he like confronted it. So then they were like both people up, you know, these lines zigzags back and forth and he, you know, said something to them. They didn't, you know, confronted him about it. Then they got up to the front of the line and i can't remember like they told the kids told the cast member or no when he confronted the kids about it in line in the line they're like hey dude like get back for me and that's when he said well i got you know i got brain cancer or something like that he like i don't know why he brought it up <clears throat> um and then when they got to the front of the line like they told the cast member and then so they went on on the ride came out and i guess there was still um after words um yeah he walked to them told him to stop but one of the boys got into his face and then he ordered uh the guy ordered him to back up because he said he had brain cancer but the report never confirmed whether or not he was <laughs> sick um boy got closer he pushed him back then a male punched him this is what the guy said uh interviewed two males they were both minors um the one kid said they were spreading out the 3D glasses so it'd be easier for pick, people to pick them up, which is fine, you know, whatever. Um, then I guess, what the, uh, I guess the one guy said he lunged at the boy and choked him. The boy, but, yeah, the boy punched uh, the guy and defended himself. Uh, all three were ordered out of the ride queue, went outside the ride. The guy ran up to an unidentified boy, shoved him into a pool. Report said the boy fell to the ground, landing on a rock. The boy attempted to get up, but stumbled into a wall after after hitting his head on the pole. So I think he got a concussion. Uh, he was in pain, thought he had a concussion, taken to hospital, cuts in his legs and arms. Uh, several Disney employees witnessed a verbal confrontation on the ride and saw that the guy was the aggressor pushing the boy in the queue first. Some saw him push the boy into the pole outside. He was handcuffed, taken away. The report said, "So yeah, not, not good." And that I is not all, good. All, all three of uh, I think, um, yeah, uh, both boys and the guy are also now banned from Walt Disney Group. Report, <clears throat> the report said, sheriff report, Walt Disney. World Resort property. The report mm. noted. So great. I'm I'm sure they I'm sure they you know they say ban, but then they're going to go back and you know 
look at and the kids say, hey, you know, you may be banned for 30 days and that guy's lifetime is banned or something like that. But yeah, he's he's probably going to appeal it for whatever reason. But I mean, if he does have brain cancer, I mean, I don't know. No excuse to strangle a kid. No. No, not even close, not even close. Um, Right. And lastly, on the Disney World pile, um, Cal David, voice of Sunny Eclipse, has passed away at 79. R.I.P. Now, I saw Sunny Eclipse. What's Sunny Eclipse from? He's um, the player, um, the little alien player in one of the, uh, I'm pretty sure it's at the Magic Kingdom in, I think it's in Tomorrowland. Um, at one of the restaurants, and he's up in the corner, and he plays the uh, the piano, and kind of like a Las Vegas lounge room type, uh, uh, you know, piano player type deal. So it's funny. Yeah, um, and before we go to Disneyland, I did want to mention Netflix did uh, release. Um, there, there is going to be more horror stuff October twenty fifth from Guillermo del Toro um, called Cabinet of Curiosities, which he did one I think last year, and this year it's uh, eight chilling stories, four nights of double features, one Netflix Halloween event. So look out for that. Um, this is freaking hilarious. I have to say this real quick. IGN, which I don't trust anymore, did post. They did a gave it eight to the She-Hulk first episode. And it says, and yes, the effects look better than the first trailer you saw. Read our full review here. That doesn't bode well for me. So um, next Disneyland Resort, we got the new $600 leather coach plush of Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Donald available at Disneyland Resort. And that's $600 each. That's each, not $600 yes. $600 yes. for all of them. So, and I guess they, on the article they said they uh, could take pictures of them, but they cannot hold them. Yeah, I don't. Um, there you, and, yeah. and it's funny. It says this is not a toy. This is basically made to be a collectible and for collectors. So they tell you right right up front. Um, but, it, I mean, it's cool. They look cool. And it's coach. So, I mean, there you go. But. I could spend six hundred dollars different ways than than that. Yeah, unless exactly. unless these were like limited edition one of a hundred and is going to double triple in value, but it, 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 it ain't going to do that. It's, you're paying for coach. Um, next, we got the food prices have increased across Disneyland Resort, which was expected because it's already happened at Disney World. That actually yep. happened like a month and a half, two months ago at Disney World. So yep. normal for that there. Yep, and the Dole Whips are now over $6. They went up $0.50. Cents. So, yeah, it stinks. I think they're like six twenty nine now or something like that, or six forty nine hmm. um, on it. But pretty much everything, I mean, not everything. There's some stuff went up, you know, $0.25, $0.50. Cents. But then one of them, it was like a side, um, went up like a dollar. Whoa. Oh, I did. I see people complain. And I think what it was, though, is that it's not a very often requested side. I think that's what the explanation was, that it was something it wasn't something normal, like like French fries or something like that. It was something more. Oh, it's a side of bow sauce. Yeah. Went from 15 cents to dollar. But you have to have it there because it's a side. Yeah. You know, it's it's there. But yeah, it was just interesting so oh man and the corn dog 
went up by 80 cents. Dang it. 80? So yep. It's not under nine, uh, under $10 now. It's over $10. Yeah. Not good. Um, go. The Rapunzel Designer Collection doll premieres at Disneyland Resort for $129.99. Another one in the collection. So mm-hmm. you got you to gotta look for that because that's what you see. That's the one uh, that everyone wants to collect. And those ones are collectible. And they are not, they're not as limited, but I do believe that they, they come um, in a nice aren't, box they're coming in a very now. nice box. Yeah. Uh, it's my cousin like had the them in, yeah. You're getting my cousin had them and, and lined them all on her walls. Like they were very fancy. Right. Uh, and the, the cases are kind of clear and sturdier randomly. Yeah. yeah um, it's like they're, they're made for it. Autotopia accident leaves ride vehicles derailed and damaged at Disneyland. Did not see yeah, that one. I don't know how it happened, but because you got the center um, rail that it is on, and it's a pretty thick um, piece of concrete, and it like was jumped on top of that. How it happened? Really? I have no clue. Unless somebody was messing around, uh, or they hit. You know, it's one of those things where it was just freak accident and hit it just right. But they did mention that the Autopia vehicles only have five mile an hour max limit on it, so. Right. Who knows? That's shocking a little bit because, I mean, um, I don't know how they would do that. Yeah. And the and I was looking at the picture. I'm like, holy, how is, is that what I think it is? And I was listening to another uh, Disneyland podcast and they were explaining it I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is how I thought it was. So interesting. Hmm. Um, new Magic Key Mickey Balloon Popcorn Bucket debuts Disneyland Resort for 1825. Um, Disneyland Magic Key renewals opening this week. All passes now have blackout dates, and and and, be, and I guess I'll, we'll get into it. But it's only renewals. You can if you do not if you're looking to buy a new pass, you cannot. These are just renewals. Correct. So if you didn't have a pass before or that has expired before, because some of them have already expired. Um, if you do not have did not basically have a pass already, not like before, not like an annual pass, but a magic key pass. These are just renewals. You cannot I cannot go in or you could go in and no buy a magic key. I think they are allowing um, some people who um that expired and they weren't able to, I think you are able to renew them now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, there was some, like if you upgraded your ticket um, to it, they kind of backdated it to when you first used your ticket. Yes. Not when you upgraded it. So some of those have expired um, yes, already, yes, yes. but for the, the majority uh, of them, I think the one year is coming up here in like a couple of days or next week. So they yeah. had to push yeah. something out for them. So and the last, last one, it, that they were so the new Disneyland Magic Key terms and conditions make guests agree not to file lawsuits and more. And here's the crazy thing. So I call, I texted Tim as soon as I saw it. And do you, the only difference between the believe and the inspire is the highest one, which is the believe. Is the believe the highest or the inspire is the highest? Inspire is the highest. The one that's um. $15.99. Yeah, there's one that's fifteen hundred. Yeah, it's one thousand five hundred and ninety nine dollars a year. I did look on the summer blockouts for it, but the blackouts they have so far for it are basically the two weeks of Christmas and 
New Year's Day are blacked out. Yeah, which is the most popular. I mean, I get it. It's, it is. Popular days, too. And the, the nice one thing with that is, is now you don't have um, Inspire is the top one. The okay. nice thing is now is you don't have um, pass holders, magic key holders, whatever you want to call them, that will have by the top tier because they want to go those days where now the only people at the parks on those two weeks are people that buy tickets. So Correct. If anybody wants to go, if you're a magic key holder, you got to buy a ticket to go in there. So yep. I wonder if that will cut down on the amount of people being there because you don't have the top tier key holders um, not necessarily flooding the parks, but coming in during that time, especially towards the evening time when a lot of the locals go there. Now right. they got to buy a ticket and those tickets for that, those whole blackout dates are going to be a top tier ticket. Yep. It's going to be the most expensive ticket, whether you go Wednesday or you go Friday and Saturday. Which I'm assuming they're probably going to be jacking the prices up before, right before the expiration date on those passes. Because, oh, yeah. you know, and the, here's here's my problem with the whole thing. The first problem I ran into was for $1,099, you get the exact same pass with just, you, do, you can't go any Saturdays. So the first two Saturdays in December, you can't go. Everything else yeah. is the same on the blackouts for December. You also, the other difference is, I think it's food is 20% on the top tier pass and merchandise is 15% off. Whereas with the second tier one, I believe it's 10% for both. Yep, 10 for both. And then you and get- And free um, parking for the top tier and you have 50% off parking for the second tier. So- Yes. Here's the problem though. If you look at the fine print, you might still have to pay for parking with that top tier pass because it's it says that so you can only park in certain parking lots. And if there's a special event or whatever, you still have to pay to get in. And my biggest problem is they were changing the terms as the day went on. I saw photos. The Inspire Pass just came out and the terms changed within a couple of hours as they updated stuff to it. And I was just like, how stupid can you be? Like, I get why you're doing it. And people don't know. So people don't know. If you're not a pass holder or you don't listen to us as often, you're seeing this because the title of this is me, um, you know, the rant about whatever. I'm going to make it interesting. But the problem I have is they only have a set number for pass holders and a set number for regular people. And the person's lawsuit, I thought it was frivolous at first. But then when I heard that basically when people complained magically reservations showed up for pass holders what if that person that paid for the top tier would did not say there was blackouts did not say that the reservation system because these came out at the beginning of covid or in, in, in covid so it wasn't like you basically knew oh well there's the reservation system's gonna get shut down blah blah blah, blah whatever they didn't and the problem is you can't sell someone there is no blackout dates and then have it to where they can't go. They did lower down. I believe the old top tier pass, you could get seven days reserved. This one is only six, same for the second one. So everything's the same besides the blackout dates for December and just the two days. And then the percentages off of stuff. Now, the weird thing is, is, I believe 20% is actually higher than what it was before. Cause I'm pretty sure it was 10% um, for all the other stuff. 
but they're giving these people percentages off of everything when they flat out said that basically pass holders was the reasons why they didn't make money last quarter. So to tell me, tell me what your what your deal is. We we you pass holders either don't make you money or they do make you money. And here's the th reason why I think it's all BS and it's a smokescreen is because when you have separate reservation systems and your pass holder system is always booked and the regular reservation system is not, that's your problem. You're either not marketing correctly, you're not giving good enough deals, something's going on. And what's funny is is people are like, oh well, they didn't raise the price in the top tier. I'm like, yeah, they didn't raise the price because they took away a bunch of stuff. You know, they took away a bunch of stuff. I actually do want to see. Did you look up to see the Disney, um, what the other pass, um, what it, I'm trying to think of the Inspire, the other pass. Uh, what do you mean? Well, there's the Inspire Believe and Enchant Key. No, the um, the Believe pass, I wanted to know, because you can't tell, um, you can't tell the, whatchamacallit, oh, look right here, hold on. COVID-19, okay, listen, here's the warning on the website for what we talked about earlier. An inherent risk of exposure to COVID-19 exists in any public place where people are present. But then it has a link to click, says view important details, review health and safety measures, including face covering information, operational guidelines, and park reservation requirements. So let me go to the magic key calendar. Well, and the other cool thing that I like about it is that all of the passes get 20% off Genie Plus services. So that's cool that you get a uh, a discount on that. True. Obviously subject to availability and you have to use your park admission um, to get it as well. Um, and that the top two passes inspire and believe that they will have Disney Photo Pass downloads. It's not there yet. It's coming soon. So that's cool that um, you can get the Photo Pass downloads uh, I believe for free as well um, on that. But I like, you know, it's funny how they say, oh, you know, uh, JPEG was saying, oh yeah, you know, Disney plus 50% of people or 40% of people that come get it. And then, which is funny because on this, if that was true, why are you going to give the e-passes a discount to get it? They should, yeah, you know, if half of them are getting it already, that's a pretty big percentage. Why are you giving them a discount? Because maybe they're hoping, maybe, yeah, maybe 75%. I don't know. Right. Yeah, exactly. And 20% is, is pretty good. You know, they yeah. could have said 10%, and, you know, a percentage off is a percentage off, but 20% across all passes. It's not like the top one's 20, no. then 15, then 10. It's 20 straight across the board. Maybe they figure so, if they get it started to get used more, they're going to work out kinks. I don't know. But here's the big difference. I, yeah. So, with the believe key, you are blocked out every Saturday except for the first in October this year, which is because the Halloween parties. I guarantee it probably. Um, you're blocked out November 24th through the 30th, even though there's no tickets available from the 16th to the 23rd. Um, sorry, November 24th, 25th, 26th, you're blocked out. You're blocked out, like I said, every Saturday, and you're blocked out the 21st through the 1st of January. I don't I don't know why you're blocked out. Oh, so basically every holiday weekend you're blocked out. So the 18th and 19th President's weekend, you're blocked yeah, out February. March March 18th and 25th. Mm -hmm. You're blocked out April 1st through 9th. Right. You're blocked out May 27th and 28th Memorial Day weekend. June is wide open. 
July is you're blocked all the Saturdays and the fourth. August you're wide open. September you're wide open, and that's all it goes to. So why would I go get the Inspire? Okay, look, Inspire. Um, oh, it's September. It's already in September. Okay, so no blockouts. September. No blockouts, no blockouts, no blockouts. So basically, I haven't seen any in 2023, no blackouts. You're blacked out. So you're basically, the big difference is the only blackouts you get with the Inspire is December 21st through January 1st. So it's not that bad, but is that $500 worth it? Exactly. It all, yeah, it all depends on. I'm going to tell you right now. When, when you're going to go, and I know some people, like, especially, like, teachers or whatnot, they're like, I either have to get the top one or the second to top one, depending on when I want to go, because I have, um, basically, my time to go is during summer. Obviously, that's when they get summer vacation. But I think it's once you get into the um, Enchant, yeah, you get almost all of June is blacked out, all of July beginning of august so your whole summer's blacked out um you know if we don't go in the summertime first five six seventh and eighth that's your only days you have in june july's all blacked out august the first two weeks are blacked out so basically if you have if you get a summer vacation or a teacher or whatnot you're either getting the inspire or the believe so I'm going to go over something interesting. Your mic's going crazy right now. I don't know what's going on. It's like all getting chattery. I can't figure it out. But nice. my buddy on uh, a social media page posted this. Did you know you can get all five major SoCal theme park passes for way less than the price of a Disneyland-inspired key pass? Universal Hollywood with parking is $299. Knott's Berry Farm with parking is $180. Six Flag Magic Mountain with parking is one ninety five. Sea World San Diego with parking is one fifty. Legoland with parking is two thirty nine for a total of one thousand and sixty three dollars. That that makes you think because for me personally, um, oh, one thousand sixty three dollars one zero six three. Yes. So it's just a little above the Inspire. No, the yep. Inspire's one ten ninety nine. Yep. Yeah, so it's less than the yep. second highest. Yep. On it. And you're mind you, mind you, mind park. you, um, huh? Five, five, five parks, five parks. Which and I've heard, that, I've heard Legoland's yeah. gotten a lot better too. So yeah, and all of those, you say include parking, parking with it. Uh, the ones that they have a parking option include the one that parking. Include park. Yeah. So wow. So, there but here's go. the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because here's the thing. Universal though has Halloween Horror Nights. So they might yeah. have different restrictions. So let me see. I'm going to go real quick while we have on the podcast. I'm going to the passes because I am desperate to go to um, uh, the parks. What is this? It says Universal Express. Or what it might be is. Oh, that, annual. There we go. That pass will get you into, like you said, yeah, pass may get you into the park. And Okay. Like How much did it say? It said so two ninety two ninety nine two ninety nine the platinum annual pass, which is twenty six dollars a month. So me and my wife and my son can get three passes to that. It's three guests. Let's see, ages three plus. Okay. Um. Select date. What does this mean? There's no blackout dates. 
They're $549 each. But wait, what does this mean? That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. No, it's exactly. The selected date. I don't get I don't get why it says selected date. Let me try it real quick. I don't understand why it's asking me to select a date. Pay over time using FlexPay, due to date $800. Estimated price for 11 months after initial down payment, 139, 164.269 platinum. Yeah, oh, and that's the other thing is that their monthly payment is higher because there's no down payment. So basically that got absorbed into the monthly. So basically, if I wanted to get three passes for me, my son and my wife for Universal, it'd be $1,647. Oh, well, there for you all go. All three of us. Yeah. So just a little above what one pass, the top pass at Disneyland would be. Well, and, and, but I'm trying to think. So it says pass valid for 12 months from your selected first visit date. Oh, that's amazing. Did you, did you, see, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Yeah, from your first from your first date. For visit date. Mm-hmm. So if I don't plan on going until a certain date, that's that's brilliant. Includes park admission and one time per day after 3 p.m. express access for each ride. Wait, what? Wait. One time per day after 3 p.m. Express access to each ride, attraction, and seated show. Express access valid after 3 p.m. Express access is separate line with a shorter wait time at each ride. Attractions does not apply to food and retail locations. So General it's parking. It's basically an automatic fast pass, and you use yep. your annual pass to, to do it. It says general parking privileges for online purchases valid from first visit onward. And then it says valid for only for entry until 6 p.m., not valid for parking or valet, so that makes sense. Includes one free ticket per pass to Halloween Horror Nights. Pass is not transferable. This pass may be altered. Pass cannot be combined. Please note that CDC advises older adults, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's crazy. Parks, rides, show. Dude, that, that's insane. Because I would prefer, you know, I love Disney, but like me and you, I'm not saying we're jaded, but we're kind of jaded by what they're doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, Knott's Berry Farm, I think, would be actually better for my son. Yeah, because... I know a couple of people that go there just because they have the Camp Snoopy and everything like that. Um, you know, the do you want to know? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Area for the kids. Um, so my very first stuffed animal, mind you, I used to go to Disneyland twice a year as a kid, growing up. My first stuffed animal was a Camp Snoopy, Snoopy Trooper with a backpack that had Woodstock in it. Oh, nice. So, I mean, and Knott's Berry Farm, so they had the chaperone policy. I don't understand the the pass. The, I don't know how passes work, because I don't think they, they're um, not open all the time. Yeah, they have, like, limited limited hours. And I know, like, Six Flags does that, too, where they're <laughs> on. The Platinum Pass is $17 a month after initial payment of $63. Hold on. Hold on. Right. It's only $250 for the year. Oh, yeah. No, there's it's 
it's uh, I mean, it, when you compare it to Disney, all these passes are are ridiculously cheap, and especially when they have a monthly payment option, it's I mean, you're like, oh, oh, it's only that much. Oh my oh, gosh! Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, unlimited visits to Knott's Berry Farm. It says easy payment plan, ten percent food and merchandise. Bring a friend discount tickets. Unlimited visits at Not Soak City. Unlimited visits to all Cedar Fair parks plus free general parking. Oh, that's cool. Not valid for not scary farm special ticket events or park buyout admission, which that makes sense. Valid any one public operating day at Not Spray Farm. Valid through November seventeenth. What's that? Oh, the bring a friend ticket. Platinum Plus holder events may vary by park, contact park. Season-long parking is also valid for Not Scary Farm. Separate Not Scary Farm admission is required. So that's crazy. So that's the benefit right there, too. You get the parking with the um, that. And then they have 2023 all-season dining. All-season dining for one low price. Enjoy lunch and dinner all season. Yeah. Drink pan plan. Fun picks. I mean, you legitimately, legitimately, I could, I could literally buy everything on here, and be under a Disney pass. The express lane, everything. That's crazy. Right. And you know what the funny thing is? Is how you said that. Um, that Knott's Ferry is any other uh, Cedar Fair park. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, America. No, but uh, it's Cedar. It's I believe it says Cedar Parks Plus. Cedar Fair Cedar, Parks. What's Cedar Parks Plus? Well, I'd say if it was just Cedar Fair Parks, then it's uh, Great America. Was that until, uh, well, in uh, 2019, until it just got sold this year? Well, no, they didn't sell it, did they? No, the yeah. the land the lease is going to expire, I thought. No, uh, sold land occupied uh, by the Parks of Cedar Fair in 2019, who then sold it to Prologness in 2022, and that's when they said that they... Um, uh, are going to close the. Close oh, the so it says platinum plus pass holder benefits may vary by park. So basically, that's what the plus sign means. It's, so it's not. So it's Cedar Fair Parks. Let's just look at. Let's look. This is going to be hilarious. We're becoming the anti um, anti Disney show all of a sudden. Cedar oh, Fair Amusement Parks. I mean. 17 places to play. So they still have California's Great America. They have Canada's Wonderland, Carrollwood, Cedar Point, Dorney Park, Kings, Dominion, Dominion, and Silk City, King Island, Nosbury Farm, Michigan Avenue, Valley Fair. Um, I don't see any of the ones that would probably pertain to us. Schlitter, Schlitterbahn, Water Pork and Resort. It's in Texas. Oh, so they have a sports speeder Cedar Point Sports Center. That's pretty cool. Oh my hmm. gosh, dude. You need nice. to look at this up. The basketball courts are amazing. But okay, again, I may talk to the wife tomorrow about getting passes to knots. Because I would take the kid. The kid wants to go on rides all the time. Let's make some family memories going to knots. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, and it's gonna be for what you're gonna pay down there. Um, probably well, what you're gonna pay just in Disney just to get into the park, whether you have magic keys or just tickets or whatnot, just to get into the park. Hey, through the front gate into the park is probably what you're gonna twice as much than the the Cedar Pass. 
right? Then, well, and then at knots, whether you get the season pass or just the general pass, and that money will get the same money that just got you into the park, no food, no nothing. Um, and that over at knots would probably last you that and probably maybe two full days of meals, depending on how, how you do it or spread it out um, yep. there. And I know the hotel, because we were looking at it, the hotel, the Knott's Berry Farm like hotel, is like it, it's surprisingly cheap. Cheap. Yeah. Like less than like two hundred a night. Yep. Like probably more like in the one fifty, and you're like right there. Yep. So I mean, there you go. And then you got a lot of stuff just down the road from Knott's uh, as well, like Medieval Times, Meadowsow's Wax Museum. You know. Um, and I think there's another one's like fire and ice or something like that. I can't remember what it is, but just I mean, I road. wouldn't do I wouldn't do an annual pass to Disneyland at this point in time. Um, I do want to go with him soon to show him what he he doesn't remember anything. He was barely one when we, well he wasn't even one when we went last time. But um, you know I would want to take him to Disney to see it, but. It sounds like I might become a knots person. I grew up like we legit when we would go, we would leave Disney early one day to go have chicken dinner at Knott's Berry Farm. Right. And my cousin worked there, so we would get the tickets to go on the rides. The Demon is my favorite ride ever. Yeah. And the thing is, you get kids rides there and you have like more so like adult rides and everything in between. Um, as and especially well, so. with this new. That's what's crazy. Everyone's mad. Because Not Scary Farm has announced every night you have to have a chaperone. No kids by themselves. So oh, I mean, they have nobody to blame but themselves. I'm sorry. I guarantee, I guarantee I'm talking to the wife tomorrow about this legitimately. You, I, I'm not joking. I will get a Knott's Pass in a heartbeat. And my thing would be, I want to do it so he can we can go and have fun all through Christmas time and my off season. Go a bunch of times, have a blast. Well, and the so, nice thing that is you got family down there, too. So you go down, visit family and go to that. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then it's, it's not so you don't feel like you have to be there the whole day to get right. your money's worth like you do at uh, at Disney. Disney. If if you're not a magic key holder, if you're a magic key holder, heck, I can go back any time. But if you have a ticket, hey, I want to get the most out of it that I can because, hey, when the park closed down, I'm I'm done for the day. Yeah, exactly. And that's what you feel like you have to go there all day long. Whereas, you know, if, if I have a pass that gets me in whenever with free parking, I could drive there, hang out for a minute and then come back yep. later or not come back later and hang out with family. I'm not going to feel like I wasted my time. You know, that's the thing I think people feel, forget is it feels like you um, you waste your time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. Yep. So I'm showing Tim a T-shirt that my friends have made. This is unfavorable attendee for the pass holders. So it makes me it makes a lot of sense because the other cool part, too, is, is if if we do the Nosberry Farm one, I know we can take uh, the kid to Legoland um, and stuff like well, that as well. And you got not Soak City, too. So you can go to the water park that's included in your pass. Yep, exactly. So there. Well, let, I'll let you know next week, fans, if I do, uh, we do go ahead and do that. Because the other benefit, too, is we can plan a trip out. For, I could plan it for the beginning of November when it's off season. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Done exactly. deal. 
All right. Well, thank you guys all for listening. It's been a great podcast, and we ended it bashing Disney, which I did not think we would do, which was random for me. But um, uh, again, thank you everyone for listening, uh, Mr. J. Uh, Connor from Connor's Con- uh, from Concon's Cantina. Thank you for always talking to me and having some fun discussing stuff. And then um, also to Mr. Stranger who was playing Fortnite. And I was going to ask him about going to watch um, Rogue One, but that's not going to happen because he's already in bed. So uh, uh, for the FOMO cast, uh, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.